0: Welcome back everybody to another tailgate edition of OE News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill with Justin Lee. As always, Justin. Jordan. Four overtime Iron Bowl. You'd never no one had no one ever, had ever seen, seen no one ever seen a one overtime <laughs> Iron Bowl. We just saw four. Auburn comes up short, 24-22 in four overtimes. We wind up getting to see the joy. That is the two-point conversion shoot you know, shootout to decide it. Auburn can't make the play happen when T.J. Finley throws to Shedrick Jackson to start the fourth overtime. Alabama gets their chance. Bryce Young hits John Mechie once again, and John Mechie reaches the end zone. It's a loss that ends Auburn's season 6-6, six and six, having lost – how many in a row was that now? Four. It's four losses in a row after a 6-2 start. Texas uh,
1: A&M and then three blown leads.
0: Yes. Mr. Well, State, South Carolina. Alabama. Let's talk about just off the top. What do you think? What do you take from this game? Another game where Auburn led ten to nothing and looked like they had a chance. At the very least, had a chance, and they're they're left with a, a really kind of hard to fathom, kind of hard to digest a, a four overtime loss to their biggest rival.
1: Jordan, these are the ones. Uh, these are the ones that you remember. These are the ones that paint legacies. Um, and I mean, here you are, man. Uh, Brian Harson is either going to climb out of maybe, the, certainly the biggest hole an Auburn football coach has been in in the modern era, maybe ever, or he's going to f- fall into it and, and this won't last long. That's where he's at, right? Because this is unprecedented. It's never happened before. Uh, Gus Malzahn never had a losing season uh, I don't know if he ever went even uh, Brian is even and is in danger of a losing season uh, if he loses the ball game uh, which you know that's 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 not good you don't want to do something you don't want to be doing stuff your predecessor never did um, and obviously we you know there's the stats that go back to X amount of time but I just uh, I just go back to these are the ones these are the ones people remember. And, uh, it's, he, like you said, it's, and, and, you know, midway through this game, I thought, what did I say? What did I say out loud? I was like, either Auburn's going to blow a double digit lead again in the iron bowl or it's going to hang on and make the win this epic game. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, that's where he is either. He's going to climb out of this incredible hole he's in and, and I promise you, Jordan, this is a hole he's in. <laughs> He's you know, a, a Brewer Rabbit. Look at me, yo. I've, I'm born in the uh, brother, in, the, in the Briar Patch. Brother, you done messed up. You done blew. Uh, you blew double-digit leads in three straight games, and the last one was the game. You can't do that. You're in a hole. And it's either going to be the greatest, high-flyingest, Icarus to the sun climb out of the hole ever. It doesn't end well for Icarus, though. People That's true. a little
0: too close to the sun.
1: Anyway. That's true. That's true. You're either going to the moon from here uh, or you're going further in the hole and, and you know, it's not going to last much longer. So that's where, and that's, these are the ones um, we talked about it earlier in the day when uh, here's Jim Harbaugh hosting Ohio State uh, in danger of going 0-6 against Ohio State. He wins that game, <laughs> contract extension, <laughs> lock him up for 10 more years. Incredible how it can come down to one game, but it does. And in over the course of a game, uh, you know, it's not like NCAA basketball. A lot happens. There's, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of, I don't know. There's a lot of outliers, but then there's a lot of regression to the mean. And we saw that today. We saw the same thing we saw the last two games because that's what this Auburn team is. That's what this Auburn team lacks. This Auburn team cannot finish games. Uh, and we saw it again. And at a certain point. You could almost see it happening on that last drive for Bryce Young. Uh, I don't know. That's my soliloquy, Jordan. What do you, What do you got for me? What are What are your? I mean, it's hard to digest a game like that.
0: Well, the biggest thing to me, and this was sort of around the point that you pointed out during the game, where you were like, either they're gonna blow this lead. Auburn got every break that it needed nope. to beat Alabama. You got. The botched hold on on by Paul Bear Bryant's right. grandson. Right.
1: I mean, then it's then you lose an over in regulation.
0: Yeah, if they make a field goal. Yeah, I mean, so you had that play. You had the fourth down. I think it was early in the fourth quarter where Bryce just kind of mishandled the snap mm-hmm. and kind of had to fall on it. Mm-hmm. You had all the breaks, mm-hmm. and you know, I think, and we'll talk about some of the positives. I don't, you know, there were you can't deny there were positives from this game. You sure, know? I mean. But you had every opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I feel for really either team when it goes to the, you know, two-point conversion shootout because I think it's BS. I don't right. think that's a way to end a game. You know, right. the fact that we had that Illinois-Penn State, like, to go to nine overtime, right. something like that. Sure. It's just not a fair way, in my opinion, to determine who wins and who loses. Well, you know, it's hard
1: to feel bad for Auburn because they kneeled the clock out to go to it.
0: And they had Alabama stuck on their own three. Yep. Yeah. And could have just got to stop, and right. they didn't, and, right. and, and they gave up a touchdown. You know what I mean? It, to me, it's a little. You can kind of compare the two of, you know, can afford to just give up a field goal. Right. You know, like Alabama playing for a field goal, but like no, nah. they mm-hmm. they marched all the way down the field and scored that, and right. did it fairly easily. Right. And there's missed opportunities. I mean, you know, right. people are going to talk about the tank run where right. he wasn't able to get out of bounds. You know, if he stays in mm-hmm. and just falls, if they just fall down a couple times, mm-hmm. you know, how how different the picture looks with how much time Alabama had left. You know what I say to that, though, is, like, he got you
1: all the way to, like, third and two. You had You really had two downs to get there, but because they got dropped for minus three yards... They had to punt the ball, right? Yeah. So really they should have they should have been able to get to go two yards in two plays. They couldn't. So even I mean, even with Tank going out of bounds, you know, I don't know, man. That one it's that one is it's it's one of those where it's like, what if, like, yeah, what if he went down in bounds? I mean, what if T J didn't get hurt? Um, I mean what you saw was I mean, but you know, what if Auburn had any backup plan? I ran no back at playing a quarterback. I don't think, I don't know what, I don't know what it would have taken for Grant Lloyd to play. And it's obvious Demetrius Davis was not going to play no matter what happened. Uh, I don't know, man. Do you? Does it take you a bye week to put in some packages for D Davis? It shouldn't. Not if you're an efficient coaching staff. And I'm not saying they're not. But they should have been able to do that. That's, if that's the excuse they have, they shouldn't be using it. Uh, we don't know what it is because, you know, when we ask questions, we don't get answers
0: anyway. <laughs> and we so, get asked Mike Bobo, but we don't get Mike Bobo. We either. don't get Mike Bobo. We get either. to talk to Brian Arson and don't really get answers. Don't get to talk to Mike Bobo at all. Right. So, so I don't know, man. Um, I mean, that. I, all I know is
1: that puts him in a huge unprecedented hole. I mean, we talked about, you know, the history. And, you know, it's obviously – it's easy to lop Auburn Auburn football history off at 1982 and Bowen over the top. That's the modern era of Auburn football. Uh, Pat Dye, obviously beat Alabama his second year. But you talk about Terry Bowden undefeated his first year. Uh, Gus Malzahn, national championship game his first year. They weren't in holes. And and, and uh, even, you know, Tommy Toberville in his first year wasn't – it wasn't like this – Brian's in a hole, and uh, it's either it's either going to be like incredible when he do, he climbs out. Like I said, I'm repeating myself, but it's either going to be incredible when he climbs out or it, or it's
0: not, or he's not going to climb out. <laughs> or he's not going to climb out. To your point, just to to briefly on Tuberville, like he took over an Auburn team that you know Bowden resigned halfway through the year. I think they might have won three games, and right, and Brian's taking over an Auburn team that. Against an all SEC schedule, wound up what, like six and four, five right. and five last year? Right. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a totally different kind of situation that Brian's... everybody else had a better record. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing, a couple things that I want to make sure we hit on because, you know, I think it's totally fair to be like, what the hell did we just watch? Because that's, I mean, yeah. and we've said that a bunch. But Roger McCreary played out of his mind. oh I know incredible. That there there were a few plays I think that he wound up getting um you know he, he struggle with down the stretch and then mm-hmm. Mechie caught the, the game winner against him in coverage Sure, but McCreary had four pass breakups um, had I think seven tackles Roger played outstanding I think Roger played this is a game when he gets drafted in the first round we're going to see a lot of highlight plays out of what Roger did tonight
1: right well the only reason you might not is because it's on ESPN and ESPN only uses ESPN clips but
0: <laughs> but
1: Roger I mean it was incredible and you know what you know I pointed this out on Twitter that first one, he we thought, oh, he could have got a DPI. He got there a little early, so then he took that information and was like, "I am going to get there that much early every time." I am to remember did. that. Yeah, for the next the next two of them, I don't know, I don't remember the fourth pass breakup, but I remember three pass breakups on all of them. He was there, a hair early because he did it the first time, and he realized, oh, this is how they're going to let us let me play. Incredible. I'd love to talk to him about that. Uh, I mean, but just you know, being like, okay, this is when I can get there. I'm there. And he did it. And it was incredible. No, he played an amazing game. The Auburn defense in general played great. Um, I don't know where this pass rush was against Mississippi State.
0: <laughs> That's my thing. They wind up, they wind up with seven sacks. Uh, Derek Hall wound up leading them. I think he might have had three of those sacks. And then right. there's a few other guys that each got one apiece. You know, there was talking, or you know, around halftime, I kept seeing the honk if you sack Brody, mm-hmm. you know, a honk if you sack Bryce. Mm-hmm. Seven sacks and did a really good job of just making Bryce uncomfortable. I mean, there were several plays, even down the stretch, even into that fourth quarter where they were getting pressure and Bryce was just, you know, basically throwing grounders into the dirt, you mm-hmm. know, to stay alive. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the pass rush played outstanding. And it just kind of got to a situation there at the end Where the defense couldn't get a stop at the very end, and by that fourth quarter, with TJ banged up, with you know, I guess that was his left ankle that seemed like it was you know really bothering him. You know, the offense couldn't do a whole lot, Um, and you saw earlier in that game the thing that really struck me when it looked like Auburn was in good shape was one they kept winning the field goal, the field position battle, I should say, and two they were taking advantage of it. Uh, the The touchdown, what was uh, Auburn's only touchdown of regulation. Uh, where they drove down and T.J. Finley hit Kobe Hudson, and Kobe went and found the end zone and scored. Uh, That came on – I think they got the ball just inside midfield at that point off an Alabama punt. I mean, man, they had Alabama's number as far as the Auburn defense. And, and 2 you've talked about it a bunch this year, and we talked about it even going back to, like, the Georgia game – when you play in Jordan-Hare and you've got a little bit of momentum and you've got the fans engaged, dude, I mean, it matters. It right. matters, and I think we saw that for the better part of the game tonight with how they were able to affect Alabama. They had, what, a couple of uh, – I think they had a couple of uh, delay games. And oh, yeah. they, And they had – Two timeouts, Byron. They had to use two timeouts because the crowd was into it, man. Mm-hmm. I
1: thought sorry,
0: I've been into the Yeah, I think, it, I think a terrible time to throw a delay. That was on me. Our, our Witchwick's box lunch from the press box. Um
1: I'm and I said it earlier this year, you look at Ole Miss have with their ten and two year, right? They came in here at night, it's hard to win here. And obviously this is two thirty game, but the sun set. And man, I stepped outside uh for a little bit there early and then a little bit there for the, the end of the third quarter to the fourth quarter. And I was just thinking, man, it it might just be impossible to win in here right now at night um, when you're Alabama. You know what I mean? It's always a little bit, it's always a little bit louder there when Alabama. It's also, it's one of those things where when you compare environments, it's like, oh man, well, you know, I don't know. Penn State next year, maybe they'll get a good Jordan Hare environment, but it won't be Alabama environment, right? Like that's why it's hard to compare these 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 stadiums, but. Um, It should have been almost impossible uh, to win in there. And, um, again, the the defense just ran out of gas. But, I mean, that goes into the the column I wrote, which is, you know, uh, Pat Dye fought like hell to bring the Iron Bowl here. So when you think about 2013, the kick six, when you think about 2017, the kick ass, when you think about 2019, 48, 45, and you think about this game, epic Iron Bowls, drag out fights right they're happening here because pat Dye, because pat Dye used to have to play home games in alabama's home stadium and it made him sick to his stomach and so he changed it and first time ever since 1989 auburn uh entered today 10 and 5 in iron bowls in auburn now 10 and 6 should be 11 and 5 But, uh, I mean, yeah, that home field advantage, it's big, it's real. (laughs) And you look at the way Ole Miss finished the season, but I said, going into that game, loyal listeners, check the tapes. I was saying before that game, like, Hey man, Auburn doesn't lose these games at night at home to Ole Miss. It's going to be impossible to win there for Ole Miss. It was, and it was almost that way tonight. It should have been that way tonight, but, uh, too, too little Auburn had too little, too little in the tank. Uh, did not have a backup plan at quarterback. Did not have uh, enough, you know, to, to be able to get one more conversion, one more first down to win the game. Uh, and ultimately, the the stadium was showed up. The stadium, the magic was in the air, and they did everything they could. Uh, Auburn just ran out of gas on defense.
0: That's just how it went. I want to talk a little bit about the edge we saw in the first half I mean, from the players, you could tell. For for anyone watching the game tonight, or, or you know, the game kicked at two thirty. Mm. Uh, I was just struck by just how badly you could tell Auburn wanted this. I mean, yep. the 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 edge they played with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting the. Uh, the, the little, uh, uh, Mitch-y, uh, pose going on. I think everybody, everybody got in on that. It seemed like, and then Smoke did, uh, T, did TD Moultrie get TD, in TD, dude, everybody, everybody on defense did. And that, then, they,
1: and then Chapman
0: did it. Yeah, they, they were all over. Yeah. And, and you just knew they wanted it. I mean, and I said this at one point, I leaned to you mm-hmm. and, uh. Pretty, to me, I mean, this is kind of lame, sports rider, But I thought of the Bob Dylan line: "When you have nothing, you got nothing to lose." Right, right. It's like, yeah, Auburn season has has been not what they expected. Right. No, I think any player would tell you that. Right. But you know what would make it better? <laughs> to beat Alabama and Auburn,
1: a middle finger, to a Alabama. middle
0: finger to the Crimson Tide that right. you know probably would have knocked them out of the playoff. You know, more likely, right. more likely than not. Right. And I think they played with that edge and been like, "Hey, this year has sucked." Right. But we had a chance to beat the Crimson Tide, and they did everything but do it, and yeah. it went to four. You know, and I think, as critical as we've been on some of the stuff, and I think rightfully so. Right. I mean, they made they got it to four overtimes. They were right there. You know, yeah. it's probably a you know a more accurate TJ Finley pass, which T, you know I give a lot of credit to TJ. He said I got to make that throw. I got to put the ball where Shed can go get it. <laughs> um, you know that throw, and then maybe Roger being able to stop Mitchy, and we might be talking about a totally different game. But right. that's the way it. That's the way the world works, and that's the way that SEC football and college football in general is. It's the plays here and there that make the difference. That uh, you could sit and second guess, and uh, brother, that's what we're here for, man. We yeah. do. We love the second guess. That's what. That's what this whole podcast is about.
1: <laughs> we a second guess episode, but yeah, I mean, no, that's the Iron Bowl, man. And uh, whenever it's here uh I mean that's just how it is and uh I mean and I said it I said it this week like (laughs) it's gonna be like those bowl games where it's like Auburn's playing Minnesota it's like oh I don't care like whatever it doesn't matter if they lose I just care about recruiting and then like the second the game kicks off it's like I will give my leg for Auburn to win this game like that's how the fans are and that's how the iron Bowl always is it's like no matter no matter what apathy Man, I heard a lot... The tailgate t- scene today, heard a whole bunch of like, yeah, it's going to be bad, it's going to be ugly. But, hey man, as soon as that Crimson walks into Jordan-Hare Stadium, everyone's bloodstream is replaced by prickling needles. And they, everyone has to beat Alabama to breathe. And that includes the players. It includes the players. You bet, you bet your butt includes the players. They wanted to win that game. Um, and for 60 minutes, that's all that matters. Um, and so, you know, in that way am I am I surprised was I surprised you bet I was totally surprised at the fight uh and and Auburn leading that game going into the fourth 10 to nothing uh but I wasn't surprised that um that that edge was there that that you know that by your thumb was there um because that was always going to be there and it'll be there next year
0: too (laughs) the year after that the year after that Before we start to wrap this up, I want to give a shout-out, too, to Ben Patton, the kicker. Wow, yeah. I want want to look and see how long that field goal was. He wound up kicking a 49-yarder, and at that point, let's see, yeah, that was the second overtime. When they got ready to kick that, I was like, there is no way that this backup kicker is about to hit this. Dude nailed it, and I tweeted at the time... I know they lost. Uh-huh. Ben Patton should not have to pay for a beer while he lives there. Right. That was right. just a clutch kick that is going to be forgotten, I know, and I understand because that's right. the nature of when these games go like that. But, dude, this dude wasn't the kicker, you right. know, right. three weeks ago. No. And all of a sudden you're putting him in a, a double overtime situation where he's got to make that kick. Um, you know, at that point that gave Auburn the lead, so it right. wasn't like if he missed – but, I mean, clearly the way Alabama was playing, you probably thought, if we miss this, we're going to lose. Right. Credit to Ben Patton, man, for stepping up and making that big kick. Right, yeah, no, incredible. Uh, ben stepped up, I mean,
1: T- and TJ, too. We talked about him, but TJ, TJ played as well as you could ask, I think, on one leg. Uh, yeah, but, no, incredible, incredible. And, uh, uh, yeah, it'll be forgotten, but Ben, I mean, he didn't miss today, did he? No. I don't think so, No. no. Outstanding. Outstanding effort. From the lefty.
0: <laughs> all right, so let's get ready to wrap this up. Auburn is 6-6. Six and six. We're going to be waiting to see what bowl game they go to. We know they will be bowling because they're bowl eligible. We'll find out next Sunday once all the conference championship games are over and the playoff is set. What is sort of what you want to see or what, what intrigues you from the time we find out what bowl they're going to to the actual bowl game and sort of how they wind up wrapping up 2021, the first year under Brian horse What intrigues me? Yes. Um, I mean, obviously we're
1: interested in, in, in where they're going, but I mean, it's just I mean, I guess the first question is, can you finish a game? <laughs> yeah. Can you not blow a lead? That's what Auburn fans are going to be asking. Can you just not blow a lead, please? I mean, that's the story. That's the story to this whole end of the season. And um you know we can harp on it. We've repeated it, but you know I, uh, Brian Harson's message from the beginning was discipline, gut check, responding to adversity. How are, how are you gonna not flinch when adversity hits? Right, all that crap he talks about, and it's been garbage the last three games. They yeah, have blown leads all three games. So what? Else? So either what else you got? Or, how are you going to be good at this one thing that you really like to talk about? That's all, you know what I mean? And listen, that's harsh, but you just
0: lost the Iron Ball. And, and it's going to be harsh. I'm sorry. And my thing is, I would almost give you the benefit of the doubt, given these circumstances, that, I mean, I think you and I would both say that Alabama is probably the superior team. They've right. got more talent. Auburn's playing without their starting quarterback, their backup quarterback is playing on one leg. But you lose that benefit of the doubt in what you're saying in that you did the exact same thing against an inferior Mississippi State sure, team. Sure, And then you did the exact same thing against an inferior South Carolina team. Right. you got to give credit, I think, where credit's due with Alabama's talent. But this is the same story over and over again. You right. lose that ability to say, well, look, it was Alabama. I was like, yeah, and it was also Mississippi State, and it was also South Carolina. You don't get the benefit of the doubt, and you don't get a pass when this is – the recurring thing, especially when you're a coach like we've talked about with Brian Harson, who is talking about the one and no mentality and getting better as we go. They haven't gotten better. They've gotten worse. I would say, you know, this has been a better performance, their best performance probably since Ole Miss, but that doesn't excuse the three games in between those. You no. know what I mean? That still happened, even if you don't like it. Right,
1: right. You should be better late in the season than you are at the beginning. And, like, yeah, you got injured and stuff, but some of the stuff isn't,
0: Injury related. Everybody gets hurt, too. Right. I mean, you right. know, you think back to that Ole Miss game that we talk about so much. Think about how many guys were hurt for Ole Miss at that point. Right. You know, you could say if they were healthy, maybe that doesn't happen. But, that's the na- again, that's the nature of the game. That once you get to this point in the season, guys get banged up. you got to yeah. figure out. It's that next man, man up mentality that we get to hear about all the time. Jordan, so let's get out of here. All right, one more thing, and then I'll wrap okay. it up. That they need to take advantage of the recruits that were here, sure. Because the recruits got Great to see, yeah. yeah, the recruits got to see Jordan here, like the way it needs to be for Auburn to to contend with Alabama and Georgia and to get right. those guys. Because that's that's the name of the game. We've talked about that since Brian Harson pretty much started. He's got to get the guys. He had an opportunity. Obviously, a win would have certainly been very helpful but they can point to this atmosphere for the guys and the recruits that are here and say this is what jordan here can be if you come here this can be the norm right now they got to go get those guys and convince those guys that hey if anywhere else i could go in the country then auburn's where i want to come so we'll see if it's if there is anything they can get out of that it's a good point jordan because you say oh well the ball game's next no 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 no
1: signing day is next that's where we're gonna be looking. December, Eight. what, sixth, early December.
0: ABC always be crootin'. And but I mean, to again, that's where this is gonna be one and loss with Brian Harson. Oh yeah. Otherwise you're back in the transfer portal talking about the same old stuff again. We'll see. TV continues. <laughs> we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna go home. It's been a long day. Yep. Or Justin Lamb, Jordan Hill. Thanks, guys, for listening. Be on the lookout for more stuff in the days and weeks to come. We're out of here on that. Until next time, take care.